You have the capacity. You are able to. You are able to say, okay, mind, that's enough. I'm going to sleep. And reinforce the habit. Continue to reinforce the habit. And give yourself enough time to fall asleep. Don't get hard on yourself. Don't get fed up. Don't get frustrated. Just keep staying calm and peaceful. Even if you have to listen to some music to help you fall asleep, do that because the sleep will come. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader you were born to be. This show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's show. Hello and welcome to the Rise and Shine show today. My name is Yanni and as usual, I have my precious wife Judy with me. Welcome, Jude. Thank you for that happy singing melody. Welcome, Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you. Thank you for being part of the show. And uh, we are looking today is a continuation of our series, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Judy is specifically going to share with us how to prepare your thoughts for sleep. Remember, the subconscious mind, it it, uh, operates by thoughts. It's programmed by thoughts. And so even for our sleep, it's very, very important. But I, before we continue, I'm quickly going to recap what we did in the previous show where we talked on victims of ignorance. Now, what we said is that every action you and I take has consequences. And many people don't realize that, but whatever you do, it's a fact. It has consequences. And most people mean well, and they don't want to, or they don't just want to do good, but they don't realize many times that they are thinking negative even and the detrimental effect that these negative thoughts can have on them and on their lives. However, most people do this mainly due to ignorance. And it is thought that even kills, and I gave you an example of two people, and I gave you an example of myself as well, as far as um, the one person heard that we saw that he doesn't have any food, so he went on starvation and he collapsed or he died in a few days. The other person on the other hand, and myself included, I fasted for 40 days and for specific reason for myself, this other man, he had an incurable, so-called incurable disease, he fasted for 40 days and he was cured of his of this uh, disease. So, as a rule, a person will die with only within only a few days if they don't have food to eat. Yet, a person who fasts voluntarily can do, do so for a long time without injury, but with great benefits most of the time. Now, why is this? It is the state of the mind and the character of the thoughts that actually kill and not the lack of food. And then we pulled all that through to what we encounter in societies, especially in the Western world, to a large extent today, to socialism. 
because socialism says and it states that a person's life can be changed by changing his environment. In other words, the environment rules over the person. And that is totally different how you and I have been made by God. God made you and I to rule over our environment. So this person saw, okay, but I don't have any food, I'm going to die. And he died. The other person said, I want to fast because of various reasons. And they fasted for weeks and there was no harm done to them. And that is where you and I need to understand the power of our subconscious mind, the power of thoughts. And that's why it's so precious to me that Judy, when she said she wants to share with us and give us a few um, tips and input on how to prepare our thoughts for sleep. Thank you, Judy. I'm going to give it over to you. Ah, that's wonderful, Yanni. Thank you. It's a great pleasure to share on this topic I think a lot of people are going to find it very, very, very important and worth um, taking notes. Way back in 2010, I first heard about sleep and deprivation. I first heard about one researcher talking about there's going to be a time in 2023, 24, 25, when a, a lot of the population will have trouble sleeping. And at the time, I was asking myself, what would contribute to a lot of people not being able to sleep? I really couldn't figure it out, and I couldn't see a trend happening, what will contribute to people's sleeplessness. Now, it's 2023, and looking back, I can see a trend. And I'm going to address part of this problem with the thoughts, but there is more to it than that. There's several factors that contribute to um, sleep, not sleeping right, sleep deprivation. Uh, The other factors, you'll have to go do your own research. But the part I'm going to talk about is specifically how we can control our thoughts to, to sleep better. Also, back in 2006, 2007, I remember reading a book about uh, from Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. And in that book, he had a chapter about how to prepare your mind for sleep. And I didn't have a problem sleeping at that time, so I never really paid attention, but I did do what he suggested. And what he suggested was write on a piece of paper a few ideas or a few thoughts and read it just before going to bed. And I did it for like maybe two weeks and I don't really think I really noticed anything because, like I said, I didn't suffer from sleep deprivation and I wasn't exhausted when I woke up, so I stopped doing it. But now in this 2023, it's a little bit of a different take because there's some factors that's preventing people from having a good sleep. Beside all the electronic devices and the Wi-Fis and the pollution and the noise, besides all of those things, I think we are on the subconscious level. There's a lot of people having worries and anxious about their future and about their careers and their families 
Uh, they can't really do something with that. Um, maybe they're just, it's just sitting in their subconscious mind, hoping and praying that one day all these situations will be resolved. So that's why I think that a lot of people would be interested in knowing how that they can prepare their mind to sleep better. Now, most of us prepare our bodies for sleep. We wash, we shower, brush our teeth, put on our nightgowns, we dim the lights, and we really hope to fall asleep. And maybe you might spend an hour, hour, half an hour, an hour thinking about your thoughts, thinking about what's happening, thinking about what life is all about. But that's not going to give you how to fall asleep. Like we've been discussing in the last several series, episodes, that our thoughts control how our body behaves. And that's what's happening with us in our sleep. Our thoughts are controlling the way our mind is uh, and the restlessness of our body or if we have a good sleep. Now, if you can think back and look at the children, they virtually have no worry and they can fall asleep anywhere at any time. But as adults, we do carry a lot more worry Sometimes not intended, but we do carry it. And then the other factor I want to talk about here that I'm not going to talk about is also there are re- there are researchers who have done research on sleep patterns about this, how your mind shuts down and the, the waves and the depth of the sleep and the snoring and all those things. I did, and that's not what I'm talking about in this show. I'm specifically going to talk about is how do you prepare your thoughts to have a good sleep? Because your thoughts is what controlled your body's action. So before we go to sleep at night, We need to do something. We need to calm our mind. Even if we drank coffee, we need to calm our mind. We need to cleanse our mind from any thoughts of negativity or any thoughts that are are, um, grudges or jealousy or worry or strife. Anything that will want us to go down the wrong path. Because whatever you put into your mind before you go to sleep, your mind will work it for you or against you. So to clean your mind is to now step back and look at what's going on in your mind and say, okay, but those are not the thoughts that are in harmony with with you. You want thoughts that will be in harmony, that will energize you, that will uplift you, that will make you a happier person when you wake up. Because in your subconscious mind, as you fall asleep and in your sleep, your mind is busy trying to figure out how all of this is going to work out for you. Sometimes you, are, you get solutions and sometimes you get some very scary dreams and we wonder about these dreams, but those dreams could be irrelevant to what you were thinking. But just the way the mind works on the subconscious level, it's dealing with more than you are aware of. 
And that's why to clean your mind of any of all the thoughts that does not serve your purpose is actually what you want to do. And put in the thoughts that you really desire. If you're looking, one of the examples Napoleon gave in his book, it says he was looking for a title for his book, Think and Grow Rich. And he would ask his subconscious mind to show him what's the best title for that book. And after a week or so, it came up, Think and Grow Rich. Now, this book has been on the market for maybe almost 100 years or 90-something years. And it is still the most popular, one of the most popular books. And the title is still very relevant. And that's what your subconscious mind has the potential to do. It has the potential to find answers and to find solutions to take your take you into a new level when you wake up. Not only will you get be refreshed, but you're going to be much more success oriented, ready for your day. Now, the opposite to that is if you allow your mind to cause you distress or to cause you to um, feel feel bad about yourself or no confident then when you get up in the morning, you're going to be in a little bit of a haze. You're not going to mentally feel so strong and willing and motivated to do things because you don't know what's going on with your day. So it's good always, no matter how, put your mind at ease and rest. Listen to some nice music, some soft melodies, even say a poem to yourself. Have some affirmations ready, which is what Napoleon suggested, but I now have found my own way through that. Have some affirmations, have some positive quotations, have something that's uplifting to keep your mind in the same spirit when you go to sleep. So another thing that happens is that if you clean your mind and you prepare it for sleep is you not only sleep better, but you tend not to toss and turn or wake up in the middle of the night your sleep pattern tend to be very routine. You'll go to bed and you'll wake up refreshed. You'll not have a lot of disturbances in your sleep. And um, I think that's an important fact since we are disturbed with a lot of noise and the pollution and lots of factors. We need to have good a good sleep because what also happens while you are asleep is that your mind goes through a process of washing being washed. And this I heard from a man called um, Daniel Amen, and he's a brain specialist. And he said your mind needs at least eight hours of good sleep so it can wash itself and regenerate itself and just cleanse all the bad thoughts and negative thoughts or the thoughts that doesn't serve you and uplift you it does that in the nighttime when you're sleeping. And that's where the thoughts are either deep in your subconscious or it, it would, can just let go. You just want those thoughts out of your mind because the thoughts that will go into your subconscious mind, those are the thoughts that you want to see becoming more fruitful in your life. Those are the thoughts that are of solid foundation because you don't want to have grudges and discrepancies in your life. 
So I would recommend also going to um, Daniel Amen's site and look and uh, read some of his brain um, research. One of the things he's all I've also noticed with my own sleep is that these harmony, meditation, prayerful thinking, actually when it rejuvenates you, it makes your next thing that you need to do in your life very positive, very happy as well. So you stay in that place without dropping up and down and up and down. Are you going to give us some specific um, uh, guidelines, specifically what you want us to do? Mm. That's yes. I do have a few things here that I would like to share because this is what we really want to know. So before you go to sleep, like I said, you cleanse your mind, but also... What do you mean by cleansing your mind? Cleanse your mind means to just take away, take out anything that's negative and to replace it with something that's positive. It's to pray and to meditate on positive things. And at the same time, you have to speak to yourself and tell yourself, listen, I'm going to sleep. I'm not going to worry about this. I'm not going to think about this. I'm going to have a good sleep. I'm going to sleep soundly. I'm going to sleep for seven or eight hours. And I'm not going to let anything disturb my sleep. That's one of the things that you that you say. And you repeat this every night until you begin to see it's happening more automatically, that you're able to sleep better. So that is the same what I sort of discovered many years ago when I wanted to go and sleep in the afternoon. So it's basically the same. Mm -hmm. So I have to control my thoughts. I, if my thoughts want to go to either negative stuff or all over the show, I have to say no. This is what I'm here for. I'm here to sleep and whatever you want your, um, basically your subconscious mind to deal with during the night, you have to tell it what to do. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. And you did, you did already talk about that. And that's, that is the whole truth about this. You have to speak to yourself as often as you need to. So you will fall asleep and have a good sleep. Within You have the capacity, you are able to, you are able to say, okay, mind, that's enough, I'm going to sleep, and reinforce the habit, continue to reinforce the habit, and give yourself enough time to fall asleep, don't get hard on yourself, don't get fed up, don't get frustrated, just keep staying calm and peaceful. Even if you have to listen to some music to help you fall asleep, do that, because the sleep will come. And uh, I think Yanni did talk about destructive thoughts. And destructive thoughts is like going back and picking up the piece that you left there. There's the, there the anxiousness or the, the work that you're thinking of doing or the to-do list that you're checking off in your mind. Those are thoughts that you must leave in the other room, leave it at your workspace. Even if you can't get to your workspace, just see yourself writing it down and knowing it's there or keep a piece of paper by your bedside table and write it down and put everything on that paper and then tuck it away. Because many times right before going to sleep, those things will surface again and again. That's important what Judy is saying there, because if you just uh, if a thought comes up, something that you forgot to do, 
and you just disregard it, it's going to bug you. And it's continually um, going to bug you and it's not going to let go of you. So it's very important to have a piece of paper and a, and a pencil or a pen next to your bed. If something comes up that you forgot to do, because it happens to me frequently, I would, oh my goodness, I forgot to do that. Oh, and then I take the, paper, the, the notepad or whatever and I write it down. Because when you've written it down, now it's the paper's responsibility to remember that. It's not my responsibility to remember it anymore. So ne- tomorrow morning, I just pick it up from there. I don't have to use brain power or whatever other uh, systems, internal systems uh, I have to be able to recall that again. Yes, that's right, Yanni. That's right, because you don't want to keep using your mental energy all the time on things you have already done. That's why decide you're going to do this routine, you're going to calm your mind, you're going to think positive thoughts and establish it. Do it in two or three weeks in a row. Put a piece of paper with the affirmations next to your bed. Read it every night as you go to bed and it will become a habit. The sooner this becomes a habit, then you can just, it'll just follow through unless you break the habit. And that might happen for a few days here and there between travels and schedule disruption, but go back and continue to doing it. Because once a habit is formed, it could be a lifetime of good sleep. So I think I would like to say the on the physical side also, I have another idea here that you can try. Use some nice fragrant oil and lavender oil has been known to help people sleep good. If you just keep your room nice, clean and eerie and light, free from clutter and distractions and work and computers and laptop, if you take all those things in your out of your room, prepare the atmosphere, make the atmosphere calm and peaceful in your bedroom. This is very important. Then your mind will come calm and be peaceful and your mind will just flow into the atmosphere and that'll also give you a good sleep. Take the lavender oil, apply a little bit on your pillow or on your blanket, spray it in the air. This also is very, very good for any kind of anxiousness that you might be having, your, you might be facing. So I would suggest try everything and, of course, make sure the, there's no lights coming into your room from the outside, street lights and garden lights and car lights and all of this. Sometimes we live in a place where we can't be in control of those things, but put some blackout curtains and make it possible. Are you going to give us some physical, practical examples of affirmations and some of these things that you're talking about? Because I haven't really dealt with that. Uh, so you need to give us something concrete that we can work with. All I, can ha- all I have right now is the self-talk one of saying, listen, mind, this is how we are going to go to sleep. You are going to sleep. You're going to be at calm. You're going to be peaceful. I don't have a something written right now, but perhaps for the next show, I can have something that you can, we can pass on. How was that? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I, I think it's just, you know, practical um, because it makes it easier if 
I just have something that I can concrete that I can work with, mm-hmm. um, go over it because it is really repetition. Remember, we've been talking about this lots. It's in the diligence and it's in the consistency all the time and pers- being persistent and doing it over and over until it becomes a habit. Then it becomes automatic. Remember, you have to, you're renewing your subconscious mind also with this and it becomes an automatic process. You don't have to concentrate on this anymore. So when you go and lie down at night, it's, it's like a sequence that just goes. If there's something extraordinary that happened, uh, something negative or something especially exciting, then you just have to step in and say, no, 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 I'm not going there. I'm here to sleep. But um, thank you, Judy. That mm-hmm. That's great. And we, we're looking forward to that. But um, if you can give us a little bit, uh, even on the affirmation side, give us some practical things that we can that we can work with. That'll be awesome. Thank you, Yanni. Yes, we'll do that for the next show. Yeah, thank you for sharing this. I believe this is very important. Um, like in certain circumstances, I've already... Um, I'm, I'm applying this and even in the evenings when we do go to bed, we go to bed early and it, it really helps me uh, and Judy to have a better sleep, to have a sound sleep so that in the mornings that we are refreshed and invigorated and that we are ready for the day. Thank you, Judy. I appreciate you. Welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me back. Yeah, you're always welcome. Thank you so much for being part of the show. I trust that... Uh, You also found this helpful, and this is something that we all need. We need a good night's rest so that we can be strong in the morning when we get up, face the day, and do what we need to do. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome day. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this show with your friends and family. And if you've been stirred in your heart to get involved and become a partner to help me spread the good news, visit my website at sunshineharvest.com, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E harvest.com. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next show.